the Askell Primary Leaders Podcast with Tiff Harris. Hello everyone and welcome to another Primary Leader Podcast. Well, it's not just primary leaders today, it's all leaders. So if you're listening to this and you are a secondary school leader, then this might benefit you too. Because today I'm joined by Holly Harding and Holly is from Education Mutual. So I'm just going to say hello to her first. Hi Holly. Hi Tiff. So we're not in an actual room and it's a shame because I love Holly and if we actually sat in a room together now over a coffee this would be great but we're going to imagine aren't we Holly that we've got a nice <laughs> coffee and we're sat in a in a coffee room so we're having a little chat about you and your journey and what you do now and why education mutual might be beneficial to some of our leaders today so I'm going to start Holly by asking you the question which is what I always ask is tell us a little bit about you and your journey your career and then what you do at education mutual uh, so I started my career at PricewaterhouseCoopers in the public sector audit department so I've always worked almost in the private sector but with the public sector loved that job then had the opportunity to work more directly with schools so took an opportunity to work with a staff absence insurance provider providing staff absence insurance to schools um, across the UK again loved that one and then had the opportunity to work with education mutual so this was perfect for me because it was had the ability to do something that really felt like we were changing the sector. So I've always been involved with the public sector and have helped to service things, to keep things going. But this role actually gave me the opportunity to make a difference to the sector. It really felt that there was a bit of a, an altruistic part of the role rather than it just being providing a service. So when I had the chance to, to work on a mutual basis rather than an insurance basis, absolutely jumped at it. And this is just perfect for me so I've been the chief operating officer here for over four years now and every day is different but every day you feel the ethos and the culture of operating within a mutual that's benefiting the sector rather than within an insurance provider that just feels really different. Okay thanks Holly I'm probably gonna um, pick a little bit more about you um, in a minute but just tell me what a mutual is. So essentially, the way that we operate is we take pooled funds from um, everybody who wants to take part in the in the mutual. So let's say they've got thousands of schools across the country. They pool their funds together in the form of education mutual. The funds are completely ring fenced and they belong to members. So rather than with a typical insurance contract, you buy the contract for the year and that's kind of you, you do a transactional relationship with the mutual. We're actually member owned. So if you take a membership out with us, you effectively become a part owner. And you get to have a say in how things are done. So we hold an AGM, um, which talks about how the mutual's doing, gives the members some real feedback and gives them the opportunity to talk to us about what they'd like to see moving forward. Uh, and all of the funds that are in there are legally owned by members, so they can't be taken out and used for profit. And at the AGM and other opportunities, members get the chance to, to direct as to how they want those memberships and monies to be used and that key difference and mindset is just so different to what you would get with an insurance company so for me personally working here and feedback from my members is it, it feels different it's, it's a kind of a, a typical way a non-typical way to do a typical thing mm. in the education sector and it just is so fulfilling to be able to do it on this basis rather than doing it as an insurance contract. 
That's um, really helpful. Thank you, Holly. And I, I've got to say that I um, saw Education Mutual stand um, over when I was at um, annual conference, Askeland annual conference back in March. And I mean, I, I was particularly attracted by all the goodies that you had on your stand. But then, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, but then obviously, I found out a little bit more. And um, I work quite closely with you at Askel now. And it's such a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more. Um, Holly, what I'd like you to do, because we had this chat before and I and I love I love this part of what you say. Um, I want you to talk a bit about education mutual and staff absence and solutions that you have, but staying with you, you told some brilliant stories about juggling life and you know trying to do everything. You know, I think the example you gave is you know when you are a lead you talked about being a school leader. Um you know when when you are um, driving driving to work but also you have you know you you put your slightly or possibly even further sick child into school and you're on the phone to the GP and you're doing all that I just love that story love those stories about you so let's just pull back a little bit tell us about what education mutual is what it does um putting that around staff absences and and how it can go some way to protect um schools and organizations with that and and try and link in a few of those stories about about you and the solutions that you have at education mutual Fab, yeah, I mean, my, my life is is hectic, as I'm sure everybody else is. I've got four boys, so the the logistics of that, and then working mm. full time, and and giving the privilege of being part of Education Mutual in the level that I'm at, it's all amazing. But it isn't half busy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of time kind of juggling bits and bobs, but in terms of the step absence protection. Can I, can I just say to our listeners, I'm looking at Holly, she looks so calm and so well presented at the moment. You'd never <laughs> have thought that at all. Well, it's the analogy, is it like a swan where everything looks good on the surface, but underneath it's going to be going right mad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the step absence protection side, it, it can be done in a typical way, which isn't how we do it. So, I guess people might be familiar with the premise of staff absence insurance protection, where you, you buy a contract and if somebody is absent within school, you get some money back in to help you cope with that. Now, the, the mutual does operate on that basis still. So there's the financial transaction and you've got that budget certainty. But the way we deliver it is done with healthcare. So people can access things like counselling, physiotherapy. There's a GP helpline, as you mentioned. Um, there's loads of good stuff built into the staff absence protection, which essentially helps to pro proactively prevent and reduce absences. So we're really honest as a mutual, it benefits everybody if we can reduce the amount of absences that we've got. So we're there for when things do go wrong and absences occur. But if we can help our members to proactively prevent and reduce absences before they occur, it works in everyone's favour. So things like counselling is available. It, my personal perspective, I think we've spoke about it before, but I've accessed something called stress coaching. So we have a bit of a halfway house where my personally, I didn't feel there was anything underlying that I wanted to go and explore with a counsellor, but life was just getting a bit hectic. It was about 18 months ago. And I just thought, oh my goodness me, I, I don't I don't know what, what day of the week it is. I don't know where I'm going. I was forgetting the, the kids' Uh, football boots with football training and feeling mum guilt all over everything so I actually spoke to one of our stress coaches um, and it's something that all of all of our members can access and it took about an hour out of my time and we just talked about how I was feeling and what I could do to make some changes so it wasn't kind of a session of, of digging deep into how I was feeling emotionally it was more on a practical level I'm feeling really stressed what can I do and how can I change my mindset a little bit into how I approach things um, and it found that a lot of the time I was just worrying about things that weren't really there. 
if I took that time away from worrying to actually just getting done what I needed to get done, magically, some more time appeared. <laughs> Which, yeah. at the, if you'd have asked me that beforehand, there's absolutely not. There's no way I can find an extra, you know, X amount of time in the day. But just taking a step back from things and talking it through with somebody else and, and kind of putting some different mechanisms in place as to how I felt about things and how I could approach things was really, really helpful. And life is still crazy and it's still hectic. But it just gave me the opportunity to kind of reflect. And every now and then, if things do get busy again, it's it's there. So it's not kind of I've done it and then I never touch it again. If I feel like things are getting too much again, I can always revisit and say, right, what, what do I need to look at slightly differently? What different approaches do I need to have to help me cope a little bit with what's going on? So... From a personal perspective, I've, I've used loads of the services. Um, I'm lucky enough that I can access some of them too. So the, the GP helpline you mentioned, yeah. um, you know, there are times when in the middle of the night and you, you're feeling ill and you know that you've got school run to do and you want to throw the kids out the car <laughs> to get yeah. to school, you need yeah. to get to work. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to call a GP first thing in the morning, you are sat on that waiting line, you're potentially like 20 minutes, half an hour, you can't get through. I've had plenty of times where I've given up so I've just sort of, it's time to leave for the school run. I've not got through, so I need to just put the phone down. With the 24-hour GP service, you can make that phone call in the middle of the night if you need it. You can speak to a GP really quickly. Um, and then you can assess whether you need to talk to somebody else or not. So it might be a bit of reassurance around, OK, that's fine. You don't need to do anything else. They've also arranged for private prescriptions to be sent to a local chemist. So everyone that's a member can access that. So you can ring up, speak to a GP, need a prescription. It's sent to your local pharmacy. You can pick that up in the morning. You've got your medication and you're off to work and school and it's all kind of done. So it's all this stuff that life is so busy. But if we can just take these small things that make things easier, the stress levels reduce and everything just feels better. Okay, so so Holly, how does this help schools and how does it protect schools? Again, there's, there's two sort of prongs to it. There's the healthcare, which I think every we all know that the education sector is a really stressful environment to be in. We know that it's very rewarding. We know that people, um, we've got amazing people in the sector, and we know that there's a lot going on. But it's also very demanding. So we've got some fantastic talent, but also they need to be looked after. And school budgets are tight. So if you are asking people to provide additional services, if things like healthcare, on top of an already tight budget, it's really tough. So by combining the healthcare with the staff absence protection, there's no additional cost to it, but it means that we can provide everybody with these services that will hopefully prevent and reduce absences. So this gives obviously the financial benefit benefit that you've not got to cope with the absences themselves, but all of that headache and management, things that detract away from doing all the great things that people do in school, the healthcare really helps to manage that. Um, And on the other side of it, you have got the the staff absence protection bit, the, the core of it, where if somebody is absent, you get financial reimbursement and that isn't subject to using support staff. So let's say supply staff, sorry. So let's say you you had somebody in the school that was absent and you covered that internally. You would still get the reimbursement from Education Mutual. So there's no requirement to use supply staff, which again is really important because a lot of schools will kind of the first week or so they manage internally. It might be that you've got staff that can cover each other. Um, and if you aren't able to make a claim during those circumstances, it's really frustrating. So the reason that we were set up by head teachers, school business leaders, was to avoid all of these terms and conditions that schools find really frustrating. So members had the opportunity to make claims really easily. Um, And there are terms and conditions that apply, but they're very straightforward and we're very honest about what they are. 
and we actively help you to claim. So the team are absolutely incredible. They're calling all the time saying, just check it in. I always hear people talking about the dogs and the cats and what holidays are going on. And it's all great. Um, But whilst they're doing that, they're making sure that everything's running smoothly with the membership and making sure that members are happy. So it it gives schools a real peace of mind that the budget is set and it doesn't put additional budget pressures. They can look after their staff without having to find another part of the budget to, to buy the health and wellbeing or the extra services that are available. That's brilliant. So rather than getting into all of the ins and outs of this and how much it costs, because it's just it's just a short podcast, um, where can anyone listening to this find out more? The, the best thing to do is um, to give us a Google or whatever, whatever you use, Bing, whatever people choose to use, but um, it's educationmutual.co.uk, so you can go straight to the website. If you give us a Google, you'll find us on there. Um, obviously, there's lots of information about us on the website, but we, we do love a good chat, so you can give us a ring. The team are amazing. They'll talk you through all the different options. And alternatively, if you are busy, and I get that, you know, sometimes some of us are sat there later on at night trying to get through the admin and the mm. people are available to talk to you can pop a quote request through on the website or you can make an inquiry and drop us an email and we can do that that way so we're very flexible and we know that everyone's busy so we work around however everybody wants to work and um, in terms of the pricing that you mentioned you know it all depends on what a member wants so some members like to have first day cover which means that if somebody's absent they can claim from day one some schools will to have a five-day waiting period or a 10-day waiting period and make claims thereafter. So the price is really hard to say because it it depends on what options a member chooses. That's great. So it is, just to repeat that, educationmutual.co.uk? Perfect. Or there you go. I remembered that really well. (laughs) Or just go onto um, whichever search engine you use and type in Education Mutual and you'll find everything there. And you did say when we chatted earlier, I know you did a um, webinar for us um, a couple of weeks ago last week, which is also um, behind the member wall of of Ask Us. If you are a member, you can you can have a look at that at that um, webinar if it's more helpful. but you you talked then about having an informal chat about what those needs could look like and and and, our, and anyone listening to this can do that can't they they can just have a have a chat to start with about the kind of cover that they think they would want and and you will work with them on that absolutely like you said at the beginning of this it's almost like we can sit and have a coffee and we'll have a remote coffee so if anybody yeah. wants to talk to us about what there is you know get yourself a cup of coffee give us a call um and we, we keep it nice and informal don't we don't like jargon we don't like to kind of use all these yeah. you know, make things over complicated let's just have a cup of tea have a cup of coffee have a nice chat figure out what you need and then mm. we can give you if needed we can give you 20 different options to see what works best for you but it's all about putting members first so we, we are more than happy to work around whatever anybody needs from us great and um i know that education mutual or anyone else out there can't take away the issues in school right now and i think i said this on my webinar we're not you know this is not about trying to to correct anything we know some of the issues with um with recruitment and retention of staff and we know about well-being and stress levels and anxiety but from a leadership perspective just having a little bit of insurance in the background might be something that you're interested in so i hope this has been useful today it's been lovely chatting with you holly holly i love chatting with you anyway we let's just carry on this chat Um, anybody else who wants to join us later we just carry on talk about whether there's four boys of yours and uh, how they keep you looking like there's not a hair out of place on your head um, um, and for everybody listening to this whether you are listening to this now or later I hope that you are relaxing over the summer holiday or very close to that or finding some time just for yourself and your family and um, thank you for all the work that you're doing in schools and thank you to Holly so um, join us again soon there'll be more 
primary leader podcasts on our website going on over the next few days so check them all out and um, hope you all stay well the Askell Primary Leaders Podcast with Tiff Harris.